2: wonderful Sunday I hope you've had a good service in church God bless you thank you for joining us and I hope everybody's week was went very well Um, does anyone have any specific prayer point they want us to pray for them at this time amen amen praise God um, so, uh, let's start with a recap of last week. I know in the course of the prayers, uh, Sister Pep brought it up. Uh, but I know uh, we were quite blessed last week when I was blessed, as the Lord took us through some of those scriptures. So I'm looking for somebody to give us a recap. Um, I know, Latena, you were taking quite a few notes. Uh, would you be able to give us a recap?
0: Okay, so um, good evening everybody. Um, so I think the main thing I remember from from last week was um, when you explained the passage about in Ephesians chapter two. Let me, sorry, let me, let me just read it so that I don't (laughs) um. Uh uh-huh. So I think from verse 19. Okay. So now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints, and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole building, being fit, being fitted together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in this spirit. So when you were explaining that caution um, you were saying that the one thing you wanted us to take away is the fact that every single thing that we are doing, all the teachings, all the you know, everything we are we are doing is.
2: testimony at the same time (laughs) (laughs) thank god for that we bless god um we'll continue from there um because really what we just uh excavated by the message of god was the the purpose god's purpose for man really that's it like that really is it uh god's purpose for man uh and you will see that uh God will help us today uh, with understanding, you begin to see that from there on, Paul began to build his own ministry from there. Having understood the purpose, uh, he then began to, that's everything he began to do from there on out, was based on that purpose. Um, so uh, let's, let's read there again uh, Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 19. From verse 19. Uh, now, therefore, Ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Verse 21. In whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. Um, I actually just thought to do this uh, quickly. Can we just introduce ourselves? uh greet each other. Um, I think it's it is just I mean it's a good thing to do. Let's do it. Let's start from uh I think on my screen. The first one I'm seeing is Iano and then let's 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 go from there. <laughs> <All right.
1: laughs> good evening everyone. Um my name is Iano. Um what else do you want to share? I live in Calgary um and I'm glad to be here.
2: Awesome, that's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> And then, okay, who's, whoever next wants to go can go. Okay, my name is Dutena. I also live in Calgary. Nice to meet you all. Nice to meet you.
0: I guess
2: my
1: name is Victoria. I live in Grand Prairie.
2: Excellent. Nice to meet you
1: all. Nice to meet you. My name is Apollo,. I live in Calgary. Nice to meet you guys.
2: Nice to meet you. Uh, okay. My
1: name is Jennifer. I live in Saskatoon.
2: Wow. Nice
1: meeting you all.
2: Very nice meeting you. Thank you for joining us.
1: Yeah. Hi, this is Jenny I live in Calgary.
2: Hi, Duny, Thank you for joining. Okay. And the last person is uh Brother Tokme, who he is is on there somewhere. Hey, Amen. <laughs> praise God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, hallelujah amen. i know sister ja- dami joined briefly she lives in lethbridge and sometimes she has internet issues so uh, we'll, we'll see i'll check in with her later amen, amen. praise god all right so and i built upon verse 20 and i built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets jesus christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building fitly framed together great unto an holy temple in the lord in whom you also are built together for an habitation of god through the spirit so uh 21 and 22 essentially are the buildings right the 20, 20 is talking about foundation 20 is talking about foundation including the chief cornerstone which is the chief foundation which is jesus christ himself being the chief cornerstone. 21 talks about the first building called Christ. Yeah, so they call it a, a, an holy temple in the Lord. Amen. The first building called Christ. And then 22 is the building of God. I see seeing the difference? You get so a holy temple in the Lord. That in the Lord, our Lord is Jesus. Right? Our Lord Jesus Christ. So they build you up in Christ. And then after you're built up in Christ, then ye also it means it's an addition, an additional floor of the building, amen. After you're built up in Christ, the additional floor of the building is now for you to not only house Christ but also to house God, because in fact the whole purpose really is we are going to God. You know that's we are going to God, though. so the whole purpose really is God, amen. Uh, but that's you can't just jump that school to God. That you have to really do Christ well, yeah and it's almost like you know when you when you first get to church you know they they will teach you how to that Bible will say teach you how to comport yourself in the house of God you know you learn some uh you learn some church lingua you learn some mannerisms how to behave <laughs> you get to, how to interact with bread, with 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 the saints you know and stuff like that uh-huh. before you now become a worker in church before you know that maybe then you can start they will now permit you to start maybe taking uh uh the five minute announcements or whatever it is leading prayer you see that so all those steps uh they, they, because they won't you they won't they don't want strange fire on the altar right so before they choose is is a, a person a soul to come up to the altar to perform a tax in any church the, the pastor will have to trust you and that trust is that you spend some time you are behaving like you get me the culture of the church uh-huh uh, but you know, some people, you know, in that in many scenarios, some people can fake it and behave like it, and deceive the pastor. But in all of righteousness, you can't fake it, man. You got you have to have it. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. So, uh, God, uh, the first, the first step of God's intention in our life is to build us up in Christ. Build us up in Christ. Build us up in Christ so much. So much. That then, after that, we are now ready for habitation. For God's own habitation through the Spirit. Now, so we see 21 and 22 is step 1 and 2 purpose. It's all one purpose. The the one purpose is that you become the temple of God. Amen? Amen? The one purpose is that you become the temple of God. But it is a two-step step development phase one phase two praise the name of the lord to get there uh let's see Colossians chapter 2 verse 2 i i, I think i visited that verse quite a bit in uh edmonton fellowship let's just see that let's see that that concept is a mystery as i understand uh and i will come back to ephesians amen Praise God. Uh, Colossians chapter 2, i read from verse 1. From verse 1. For I would that ye knew what great conflict I have for you, and for them at Laodicea, and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be comforted, be knit together in love, and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God, and of the Father and of Christ. So you see all those dimensions of mysteries, dimensions of mysteries. Mystery means you don't know it. That's why it's a mystery. Amen. When you begin to know something that you didn't know before, what they call it, revelation. Yes. So Bible is very simple. Bible is hidden. Bible is a mystery, <laughs> and there and in, are degrees of mysteries. Amen. So, because you don't know it, it's called a mystery. The day you know it, you call it revelation. Because you didn't know it before. Um, I remember our, our first meeting, we started with Ephesians chapter 1, where we read in chapter 1, verse 3, where it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Now, in that same chapter 1, Paul was now... The reason for Paul's prayer later was to now open them up to spiritual blessings. Why? Because breaking news, the God blessed you with all the spiritual blessings, but you don't have it yet. <laughs> Why? He's in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Are you saying that? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. He's for you, but it's not with you right now so you have to go and search it out and the only way you can search it out because it's not on the earth your eyes cannot search it out your ear cannot search it out nor is it call to the heart of man what God has prepared for them that love him but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit aha So it's the reason why Paul began to pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So it's by revelation, you begin to slowly download spiritual blessings that are for you. They are ready for you. But you will need to engage the spirit of revelation, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, to begin to bring them down. To begin to bring them down because they are for you. Praise the name of the Lord. They have already been given to you. If God did not already give it to you, you can set revelation all you want. Set Holy Ghost all you. The best Holy Ghost will give you is how to make money. <laughs> That's the best we we'll be able to do because God has hidden the mystery. There's nothing you can do about it. But it has been given to us already. So now, when we are walking, having that diligent walk with the Holy Ghost and in the Word, Amen. But the message of God, God can. God can bring, begin to bring forth, bring forth the light. God can begin to bring forth the revelations that unveil the blessings. Christ, the revelations that unveil the blessings. And the moment you understand something you did not understand before, revelation as as as, I'm not just saying hits you, is yours. Understanding is what makes revelation yours. When you understand it. So, the moment you understand something, you should be jumping. Blessing. You've just been blessed. Yes. You've just been blessed more than car. More than what money can buy. Yes, those are also blessings So, Don't get me wrong. But the one that God has blessed us all is spiritual blessings. It means when God, if if you really ask God, 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 I'll let you choose how you will bless me. If you allow God, God, I'll let you choose how you will bless me. Do you know God will bless you with? With spiritual blessings. Because God is spirit. If you give him the chance to choose. But most times people don't give him chance. (laughs) Uh, Maybe we'll give him chance. We'll give him two options. You can be BMW or Mercedes Benz. God just choose. Just choose the one that you want for me in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then, at least we gave him option. <laughs> and God knows the man's uh, hearts. As good men uh, you know, some people who will pray, God, anything you want for me, I will take it. He's a lie. You get me. The prayer is coming out of their mouth, but their heart is <laughs> their heart is calculating it. So, well, it's because, you know, the, the frame of mind's mind is not framed to appreciate spiritual blessings. Now, just see this very simply. Um, let me use my word tope. Let's say, uh, you know, tope is a spirit. For example, they say God is spirit. Amen. Then me, I'm a natural man. Meaning I am flesh. But the God who is spirit is the one who created me and have all the blessings. but it's, I can't relate with it because I'm flesh. It's, I just can't. God is spirit and I am flesh. So whenever I'm talking to the spirit, I'm talking to, I'm talking to him based on what I know I need. Whereas he knows that this blessing that there's different, the real blessing is different from what I'm even talking about. But when God was trying to now make peace, you get me? He repaired the bridge. He said, okay, before I even tell them about what I'm really blessed with, when I come to them as spirits, I will first give them what their mind can, can appreciate. So that's, what, that's how God began us with the milk getting us born again, getting us excited about, amen, so excited about, before you know anything anything you ask for, shall be given unto you, then you begin to make testimonies, begin to testify, and so much joy comes to our life, and God is happy, God is, is wonderful, amen, but when God is looking at you, God knows that, the intention is that, he wants you to be more spirit, amen, more spirit, than flesh, so, if I have a better example, let's use cultures. Amen? So, you talk about, you know, he's from Yoruba, Yoruba culture. Um, I'm originally from Edo state. Amen? Let's say Yoruba culture was spirit and Edo culture is flesh. Are you seeing? Two different cultures. So, when the, when the Yoruba man comes with his culture and his spirit, I can't relate with it. I was born, maybe I was born in the village. All the, the food we eat. Do you get me? The language. We don't even speak the same language. And that's how it, it is with many of us and God. Just that what God now did is that God will go and learn a new language. So He can relate with you. Amen. So that He can relate with you. Because really He has speaking another language. And language is not just what you speak. Language is, do you get me? Understanding what the kinds of things you appreciate. When God is saying, A, okay, this is what I want you to this is what I like, you understand B. When God is saying C, you understand it as D. Do you get me? So there's the gap. So when, when God sent forth his son, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ went to go and learn your language. So I'm using the example of Yoruba language and Edo language. So Jesus Christ to go and learn Edo so that he can now talk to you. And so when Jesus now comes and starts learning and speaking, I was like, hey, I serve a very big God is always by my side. (laughs) Because he's one of us, he's giving me the things, he gets me double-double, he's giving me the things that I'm used to, that I appreciate in my culture. But not knowing that, the purpose of giving me the things that I appreciate in my culture, so I can trust him that he can transform me to Yoruba culture. So, amen. So it's for the it's for a purpose of transition. They want to reculture me. So I now speak Yoruba. Be if Yoruba is the spirit, then be a spirit like that. I'm okay. So they want to reculture my life. And that's been God's purpose all the while. Amen. Sometimes, maybe another practical example could be when sometimes maybe you get, maybe, I, I, I don't know, Reverend K and Mommy Helen. You know, Reverend K is Yoruba, Mommy Helen is from, from the Izibo. But you will never tell. She's been recultured. <laughs> so, <laughs> Amen? And so that's the concept of God looking for his wife, for his bride. Amen. Totally recultured for his husband, for her husband. Sorry, yes, for her husband. For so the, the the bride of Christ. So the bride will be recultured for Christ. Amen. Why? Because typically, you know, when you think about most most women, women embody house tabanaku. Amen. As Bible says the husband is the head of the wife. So there is head, then, but that means the that means the, the woman is the body. Amen. And if the woman is the body, then it means the woman is a house. The woman is a tabernacle. So you know see when they say God, they want to make us the temple of God. I, is, a, is, a, that is a feminine thing, It's a woman thing. You get that concept? Is a woman. Who can house God. And the first step is that we will first learn to house Christ. Amen. Then learn to house God. Praise God. So, this thing has become very clear. Purpose. Amen. So, if anybody asks you, what is your purpose in life? Huh? Can someone help me? What is your purpose in life? I want somebody to help me. Summarize, what is your purpose in life? Redefinition of purpose. Praise the name of the Lord. We are shy. It's very clear now. The easiest answer, just tell me. Well, if I ask you, what is your purpose? Just say Ephesians chapter 2 21 and 22. Jennifer, you want to help us? Yeah. Please go um,
1: ahead. Originally, the intention of God when He created man was to was for man to be like Him. Mm-hmm. So our purpose originally should become like God, should be like God. That was why. Um, it's part of Scripture that says um, God created man in His own image and likeness. But because of what we have inherited, yes. it's not our fault. We were born to be like that, even from. Childhood. I remember growing up, they would ask us, like, "What would you like to be in future?" Mm -hmm. To my own understanding, that was my purpose. So, a lot of us answered growing up, "Oh, I would like to be an engineer. I would like to be a doctor and stuff like that." Mm -hmm. But you said a redefinition. Yes, it should actually be God. Mm -hmm. It should be our final destination. It should be everything that we should want to be like. Mm
2: that's, yeah, that's how I understand it. That is, that is it. Yeah. So to house God, to to house everything that God wants, Amen. So and it, and don't worry, you can trust God. I I kid you not. God has intention also for that your career too. Yes, but the the challenge is that we don't want to submit it to Him because we are afraid. We are afraid. I'll share with you one testimony. I don't don't try this at home. This one is my own <laughs> <One> testimony. <laughs> I'll share testimony. I'll share your testimony. i when I came into all the register, I was getting very hungry. So at at work, Holy Ghost will be visiting me. I don't know why. So you'll be visiting me at work, and maybe as I'm working on the computer, I will now, you know, this Bible gateway. I'll now sway go on bible gateway will teach me a few, a few things just within a, a few minutes like 10 minutes and i'll go back to work so one day i said complaining. i was like god why why holy ghost why don't you come to me you see you know i walk from nine to five <laughs> why don't you come after five why is it <laughs> why is it after five and during the work hours you sometimes we not come and I've heard, you know, sometimes I've heard some pastors talk about it that, you know, you know, make sure that I walk, you know, everything you're doing is work. And I understand that. And so that's great. That's why I said, I'll try it at home. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Well, so, and the only Ghost that asked me just one question, one question. He you now asked me, should I stop? I say, please, oh, I'm sorry. I, like <laughs> I, <would> just, <laughs> I did not mean it like that. I was just, I did not mean it like that. Because, you know, when so the Holy Ghost said, should I stop? As you almost, pretty much, you want to drive him away. But he was trying to do something. He was trying to reculture me for space, flexibility space for him. Yes. Uh Some professionals, some kind of workplaces like that. Like when I, I work mostly in the office, except when I travel, when I go for my trips. And he's a bit flexible, and God knows my environment. Amen? God knows my environment. So, um... I'll, so, that, that, that situation was happening. Daddy? Do you know what I now noticed after some time? Daddy? Yes.
0: Daddy? All right. Daddy me. Sorry.
2: All right, you guys go upstairs. Not is the meeting. Thank
0: you. I want to see no. Thank
2: you.
0: Is da... auntie?
2: Yes. Aunties and uncles. Thank you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise yeah. God so one thing i now noticed over the years was that every time the holy ghost visits me like that even maybe during the work hours he always leaves with a blessing what do i mean by that is that i always notice that after the the interaction after the bless, after the revelation interaction or whatever i find out that i'm more productive even for the rest of the day I just noticed it over the years that he will leave with some impression of understanding. Even for work. <laughs> yes, it was a solution for work. What's that? Sorry, can you guys go upstairs, please? Elior, go upstairs. Thank you. Amen. He will leave an impression of understanding that will help me for the rest of the day. Praise God. Hallelujah. So what I, I was learning from all of that is that it's good to trust God. That was what he was trying to even do, actually. He was trying to develop me on how to submit all manners of things to him. And he has not failed me to today. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can we continue? Let's see then Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. Where we stop. So Ephesians chapter 3. Amen. Now uh, just to remind us again, you know, when the, the epistles were being written, it was not written as chapter chapter. So Paul, when Paul was writing the letter to the Ephesians, he was not writing Ephesians chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 3. So it was just one letter, which is a continuation. Amen. So, you will find out that if you continue, if you link chapter 2 and chapter 3, you will see that what Paul is saying in chapter 3 is talking about everything else I'm about to do now, amen, is stemming from the foundation of Ephesians chapter 2. Let Let's give me one second. Man. Praise God. up here, quiet, go upstairs, go upstairs to God, go, 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 go upstairs, to grandma, go to
0: grandma's
2: room, thank you, praise God, hallelujah, amen, amen, Amen. so, I'm going somewhere, now, you are now going to begin to see the labor of Paul as a result of purples. Praise God. You are now going to begin to see the labor of Paul as a result of what? Of purpose He has found purpose, And so he now says, For this cause, verse 1, For this cause, for this purpose that I have found, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you, world, how that by revelation he made known unto me the, the mystery." Now remember that we read that there are three mysteries. There is the mystery of Christ, of the Father, and of God. There is the mystery of Christ, and of the Father, and of God. Praise God. So there are three mysteries. So now Paul, Paul has just received breakthrough in the mystery of Christ. Yes. Yes. So he started from the first building block. You know, he says, For this cause, I Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you, word, how that by revelation. Revelation of what? Mystery. So I want us to connect these two words mystery and revelation. Mystery and revelation. Mystery and revelation is the glory of God to conceal a matter. So it's the glory of God to keep a matter secret, mysterious. (laughs) And you will never know. So men can be living their life for ages. They will get born, we won't get born again, die at 80, 85, 90, no revelation. It's still hidden. Because it's the glory of God to conceal a matter. And also so that means the revelation. You have to beg him. <laughs> eh? It's not because, oh, you know, I know how to pray. Or somebody knows how to pray that revelation comes. It's by God's mercy. And that's why the Bible says in that first uh, Corinthians chapter 2 that I has not seen, nor earhead, nor is he a call to the heart of man. What God has prepared for them that love Him, but, but, but God has revealed them to us by His Spirit. It means, if His Spirit does not bring understanding, forget it. You'll be calculating understanding by yourself. Which kill it? For the letter kill it. And His Spirit give it life. See, if a man doesn't have understanding, it's better to just be a simple Christian. The, I mean, and then, and I'm talking about preachers now, if, if, ministers of the gospel. If you don't have understanding, don't force it. Just do simple Christianity and be sincere with the simplicity of Christianity. Because if you force it without light, without Holy Ghost bringing, without revelation coming, you will run into error. Very easily. Yes. Praise God. So they have to bring it to you by revelation. Bring the understanding to you by revelation. It's a messy operation. And so somebody will ask me, how do I know that you are not just concocting the thing? Ephesians chapter 2, and then you go to Colossians chapter 2, how do you connect this? Uh, how, how do you know? First of all, the fact that they are connecting tells you something. But the most important witness is inside you. Inside your spirit. That's where you know. That's where you know. I remember... um, Some years ago, I used to to help some people to learn how to drive. You know. Uh, So there was one uh, sister in our church then. That... um, She doesn't i mean she has not heard about life uh, you know life meetings world of righteousness or anything like that but i was just uh she was in church with there and then one i think it was one believers convention like normally when reverend used to come and and mommy they would teach uh i will connect them with our pastor in church then they would they would minister there so, the, I now asked her, oh, uh, do you know Reverend K? Reverend K. She was like, oh yes, the, he came to the church, remember one day, and that and that. I was like, okay, yeah, so what did you think about the the teaching? She now said that she did not understand anything he was saying, <laughs> but something inside her was attesting to the truth. That's what she told me. Witness inside so though the always what he was teaching was are not understanding, but inside, that thing is a powerful thing. When scripture is being opened, truth is being connected. You know, inside you, you know, is true. There's nobody who would engage the us and say, "Oh, people are saying people are blabbing, and it's a lie." Nobody has ever said that. <laughs> Do you get me? Except they are just blatantly lying. Because they know, witness is telling them, this is the truth. So, but the problem is, the real problem is the demand of the truth. Uh, because as you are hearing it, it is, your soul is, is calculating. You know, Satan made our souls wise somewhere. <laughs> Before God came, guard your death with all diligence. If anybody comes to threaten it, kill him. So, do you know, people know, once, it, once people begin to hear this kind of message and see our an arrangement, they know the thing has, it has demand. And, they, and that's what they run away from. It's not the message, it's the demand of the message. The thing wants to take you. Yeah. You know, there, there are versions of Christianity that you know, okay, you are, still, you are still intact. So, you are the one now giving yourself as you wish doing service, going for evangelism, leading prayer. <laughs> but when you hear this one, somewhere inside you, you will know that this guy is going for you. Actually, that thing, that your comfort zone, that your ownership of yourself is going for it. And that's what makes people afraid. And it's not like we say it to, but every, every soul would know by the time you start hearing this gospel, Hearing these things that Paul is saying, the epistles are saying, your soul will begin to calculate itself. Hey, am I ready for this thing? No. Hey, <laughs> temple of Christ, temple of God. Ah, look at them. Look at see, four hours they are still teaching. Hey, <laughs> what is going on? The soul is calculating things. Praise God. Amen. Not knowing is that it's just your owner who is wanting to come and take back. Is that's all? Your owner wants to come and take back what he created, and is the one who has the manual of how to operate it well, the best. Otherwise, you'll be a virus reading system. You know. You know. You know. Like, uh, you know, for instance, uh, I work my, I'm using my company laptop. I've had uh, personal laptops before that. They will have virus. Do you get me? I don't have, I, because I don't want to spend money on antivirus. <laughs> well, I don't have money to buy antivirus. I would just acclimatize to using the computer with the virus. Uh that's how men souls are like that's how men are like want to be like they just they just they don't want to engage the work of antivirus so you know how you know how open google go to my gmail within two seconds the thing is opening virus computer will take five seconds but you'll get used to the five seconds if you take, maybe you want to watch movie till we stop, start, stop, start. You'll get used to it because you don't want to buy <laughs> Amen. So you see, men's souls, men's, men, are, men has, have learned to live in debilitated states. Men have acclimatized to downgrading, downgraded life. They've gotten used to it and they are staying there. Oh, glory to God. So, a soul has to make agreement. That, you know what, God, I will donate my life, my own soul, for your own purpose. There are two ways that God does what the man can do it. There are two ways. Sometimes a man can just by himself agree to God's purpose. There is a second way. The way of Paul. Where they have to visit you, and blind you, and bash you small, then arrange you, then force you (laughs) to come out. (laughs) Either which way is God's love. Either which way is God's love. It's better for you to just give yourself like that. But there are some people that God will go after them. There are some people like that. God will go after them. God will will do some touching. I won't call it scatter, I just say touch. I tell God, just do press some buttons. You by yourself. You'll be humble. (laughs) And you'll be ready for. (laughs) You'll be ready for God's project. (laughs) You know, it's very simple. The reason why. You know, the first meeting is. The reason why men are not ready for God's project is that they have other projects. They have other things they are doing. Remember? That was our first meeting. They have other things they are doing. They are very filled. They are very complete in other ways. So if God really loves a man, all he just needs to do is touch the other project. Just touch the everything. After you see that you don't have anything else you are doing again. Not by not by evolution. Do you get me? <laughs> because God just arranged you. Amen. But still, better is that man. That a man who God never touched just went his whole life in darkness with a false light. The Bible says, "If the, the eye the eye is the light of the body, not so." The Bible now says that if the light that is in your in your eye is what how, how does it say it again? Is darkness how great? How great is that darkness? Right. Oh can someone help me. How was how this said? i uh, we can go to that verse? I believe it's in Matthew. Matthew six twenty two and twenty three. Matthew six twenty two and
1: twenty
2: three. Yes. Verse 21, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. Single to who? Single to the Lord. Amen. Single to the Lord. If therefore, if therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be, be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? Why is Jesus calling it light? You know, there are boys. You know, when you talk, there are some touts and archbishop street boys that they know they are bad boys. That, that's all Jesus is talking about here. They know they are bad boys. Do you get me? So when you want to save a bad boy, he already knows he's a bad boy. You just need to convince him to be saved. But there are other boys who are like politicians with suit, very refined. <laughs> Do you get me? In their mind they think they are good. Some of them are philanthropists. It is but philanthropists. Or even amongst amongst or amongst even the body. Do you get me? Christians who have a form of holiness. But inside their agenda is against what God's agenda is. Amen? As Jesus we say, concerning some of the Pharisees, that they stand in the, in the gate. They know the gate. Oh. So, it's said to enter the gate. No. They will go and stand in the gate. They don't want to enter. Okay, you don't want to enter, no problem. Let me enter. Mm-mm. They will stand at the gate, they will not enter, and they will not let you enter either. Remember that's what Jesus said. So, some because of learning, they, they know the gate. By learning, you can know God. You can know some what God is wants more. So, those are what Jesus is talking. That if the lights, you know, means they have light. Uh, they have light. Light is pathway. Light means illumination. Pathway. So, m- with my light, I can give you a direction. Right now, with my light, what, are, what direction am I trying to give you? Submit your soul for building, so that you can be a house of God. Is that not the direction I'm trying to put? That's the whole purpose of what I'm trying to do. What we're trying to do, submit your soul for building, so that you can become a temple of the Lord, the habitation of God through the Spirit. So, you see light? So, what is the purpose of my light? The purpose of my light is to make you a temple. This is how you descend. So when people, when souls, when souls have light for you, what are you trying to calculate? What's the purpose of their light? Is it for vanity? Is it for this world only? So they all say, if the light that be in you will be dark, how great is that darkness? Amen. So when Paul found light, and this was Paulo, <laughs> this was Paul's problem. <laughs> the same Paul that is writing Ephesians was the same Paul that Jesus was probably referring to partly here. Because Paul had light when he was Saul of Tarsus. Light. The light was too much that it, it, the light led to a conclusion that in order for God's thing, the biggest threat to God's agenda. Is Christians, and they need to die. I'm sure part of the light, I can even interpret his light. We know them. He will interpret the light. Remember the days of Moses with Balaam. Balaam, who taught Balak. Balaam taught Balak, who was the king of Moab, what to do to cause the children of Israel to come into communication and give themselves to idols. Not so? So they began to give themselves to the idols of Moab. Then Phinas, who was the son of Aaron, one of the sons of the high the priest. He's one who took his word and began to kill those men. And God blessed the house of Phineas. After Paul has finished preaching that one, ah. All, all the all the Jews, Baba Paul, Baba son. hey, revelation. <laughs> Light. <laughs> we know what to do now. Ah, so God will bless us like Finals if we kill Peter and John and James and kill all these apostles. If the light be indeed in darkness, how great is that darkness? Praise God. So, imagine, if with wrong light, a man can murder somebody and not feel any remorse. Kai. Amen. Not knowing that, even that issue of finance, what was the purpose of the killing for idols? Was Peter, did they have idol? Were they Moabites? Were they Gentiles? They were Jews. So, whether that killing was unlawful, even according to the law. Just they had the wrong light. <laughs> you actually zero into it. It was actually a, a unlawful according to the law of moses to kill a jew for for that reason did you say they're serving god they are killing him praise god amen are we together in the house please hallelujah amen 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 amen, amen. amen. Uh, Ephesians chapter 3 So for this cause I Paul the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles if ye have heard of the, the dispensation of the grace of God which is given me to you world how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery. How that by revelation, he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words. Whereby when you read, you may understand my knowledge. You may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. So remember, uh, from Colossians 2, there are three mysteries. So Paul was the one who they gave Christ mystery. He opened the thing up. Ah! He, he, he exploded it. Paul did it justice, rightly dividing the thing. You may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. And is by is it how that by revelation? So the thing came to him by revelation, and he preached it to you by revelation. Amen. So the thing passes on by revelation. Aha. Amen. So it passes on from one soul to another by what? By revelation. Now I can preach all I want. The thing is not revelation to you. Yet you have not really profited from it. And how is the revelation to When it hits you. It hits you like a light bomb. Wow. Okay. So, wow. This is actually my purpose in life. Hey. To be a temple of the Lord. It's not career. It's not, it's not school. <laughs> so, my purpose in life is to be a temple of the Lord. And a habitation of God through the Spirit. I see once, so revelation re- brings redefinitions. Aha. Uh-huh. What did I say? Revelation will bring redefinitions. Aha.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Revelation will bring redefinitions. And this is why people don't like this. <laughs> this gospel. <laughs> the preaching of yeah. righteousness. Huh? The dimension of the milk of the world, you know, and, and even some, well, some most, many of it is not sincere, but even if it's sincere, like the dimension of the milk of the world doesn't bring redefinition per se. It brings a definition of fit for, I know that one. Fit for different things, for healing. It touches many things. But really, what it brings is teens for the most part. It brings you teens for the most part. So, people are not used to coming under a tutelage where they are constantly rebuked, corrected, redefined, rearranged. Are you seeing the challenge? Reconstituted? Men are not used to that. Men are not used to that. So... The first thing a man does when he sees the demand. and this thing is not just coming to give me things. This thing is coming for me. To actually redefine who I am. Uh Aha. Your true definition is in Christ. Not by yourself. If you still define yourself by yourself, then you need help. And it's very, 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 very simple. This is actually very, very, very simple. Just go back to the beginning. Uh Go back to the very beginning. Before that boy fell. (laughs) There was nothing like an alternate thinking pattern. Yes. Everybody defined their life by God. Are you saying how the cherubims worship is different from how the seraphims worship? What they see? seraphim says, "Lord, uh, holy, holy is the Lord, Lord of hosts. The all, all the whole earth is full of your glory." The, the cherubims say, "Holy oh, is the Lord God Almighty," and they, they worship. What's the, the other side? This is Book of Revelation. They worship him in, it is another statement. Let me find it quickly. Revelations chapter, I think it's 11. Okay, for example, verse 16, 11 verse 16. And the four and twenty elders which sat before God on their seats fell upon their faces and worshipped God, saying, We give thee thanks, O Lord God Almighty, which art, and which was, and which acts to come, meaning which is, which was, and which is to come, because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and hast reigned. Uh, in Isaiah six, you will see the seraphim, the seraphic uh, seraphim's uh, worship. Let's see Isaiah chapter six. Yes, from verse uh, 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. I saw also the Lord sitting upon the throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. And ab- above it stood the seraphims. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another, said, Holy Holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full. Are you seeing? There's a different one. One, their are, they are worship is the Lord God Almighty. Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. They're calling him the Lord of hosts. Meaning the hosts is where the seraphim, hosts are seraphims, really. So yeah, they, are, they are worshiping the Lord of the holy place. The Lord in the holy place. I won't go further than that so I don't confuse anyone. But all their worship, all their life is defined around who? God. And that's how you are supo- always supposed to be. Everyone, All that God created is their life will be defined around God. If your life is not defined around God, then there is something wrong. There's a program, there's a wrong virus somewhere. And before Lucifer fell, every life form's life, amen, every single life form's life was designed around God. Mm-hmm. Every single life form. So when a man says, Does that mean I should not have my own mind, my own thoughts? Nobody's fighting you. <laughs> Amen. But <laughs> so he's fighting you. But, uh, so you, can, you can ask God, but the only problem, God say I'm not fighting you either. But you can't just come too close. Why? Because you just remind him. It's very simple. You just remind him. What are you reminding him of? Where that alternate thinking came from. He knows where the thing started from, he was there when the thing began. So if anybody can't God, why, why must it be your way, not this way? No, but they won't fight you. It just means that you are still far. No. Yes. <laughs> and you get me? The Bible will say that the kingdom of God is not of meat and drink, but of what? Righteousness? Peace, peace and joy. So it starts with righteousness. Peace is when you've made peace, because peace is of the mind. Why? Because the carnal mind is what, yeah, enmity against God. I see enemy, enmity, enemy. So it's mind. So it means that you still have a mind, in the sense that you still have a life, a calculation of life. Now let me balance it. It takes a long time to judge these things. You have to join in the world of righteousness well to make peace. Amen. So don't be, don't be, amen. We all have it. There's still a dimension of move my mind that we know of them. There will still be an imity. An imity just means if I say A, you say B. That's an imity. Like if I say, okay, um, concerning this Bible study, what should we teach? And I'm thinking, okay, I want to teach the, I want to teach Ephesians, teach the Epistles. And you know, I say, mm, that's good, though, but I think maybe we, I think we should maybe be teaching eternal life. <laughs> you get me? It's just a contrary thought process. Right? And, you know, me, that's, I'm talking about now with God. You get so if God is saying, okay, this is the way we should do something. And in your mind, what are you calculating? That we should do it in another way. What is that? Enmity. <laughs> because what caused you to come into the resolution of another way is wrong. Yeah. The foundation, the root of how you resolved your thinking pattern that made you end up there is wrong. Yeah. Praise God. The Godhead, those the Trinity, you are wondering, is like do they really even have conversations? Because but they do have conversations. But when they were now having one conversation, all of them were now saying the same thing. One say, Let us make man in our image and likeness. Holy Ghost say, Let us make man in our image and likeness. The other yeah. one say, Let us make man. Why? Because they are all coming from the same roots. When they resolved the thoughts, they all landed in the same conclusion. They all landed in the same conclusion. Why? Because they they sourced from the same well. From the same fountain. And that is true unity. When the Bible says, Behold, how pleasant. We've been talking about that, I think, the last two or three weeks. Behold, how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It's not by force. It's by learning. Amen. Amen. It's by stature. They will grow on the same word. They will come into a unity in the spirit. Eventually. Praise the name of the Lord. Lord. Am I blessing somebody today? Am I reaching somebody today? Yes. Amen. Ephesians chapter 3. Let's go back and see. We have about 30 minutes more. For this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you, word. How that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery as I wrote afore in few words, whereby when ye read ye may understand my knowledge. In the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles should be fellow heads, and of the same body, and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Verse 7, Wherefore I was made a minister, according to the gift of the grace of God, given unto me by the effectual working of his power, unto me whom I am less. Than the least of all sins is this grace giving. It's a grace. Is a grace. Is this grace giving? Amen. That I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. This was the one they gave him. This was the portion they gave to Paul. Remember the, when they read Ephesians uh, Colossians chapter 2. There are three mysteries. Mystery of Christ, Father God. The portion, the mystery, the portion they give to Paul was mystery of Christ. Because actually, the mystery of Christ is the longest school, or rather, should I say, the more, the most voluminous, yes, school. I believe that was always was a portion to Paul. The mystery of Christ. Very clear. And so when and oh my god, many things are coming. Praise God. When a soul is beginning to come into understanding of a mystery, do you know what is coming to that soul? Grace. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes.
2: So Paul will call it dispensation of grace that was given to me. How do I know this? Let's see Numbers chapter 6. Let's interpret Numbers chapter 6. From verse 22. I've been reading. Someone should help us read. From verse 22
1: to 26. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel, and I will bless them. Wonderful.
2: So, Verse 25 says the Lord make his face to shine upon you. So when the Lord's face is shining upon you, what's happened to you? Grace is coming is to you. Grace. That's grace. So what is in face? Face is grace. mind, knowledge. Face is mouth, talk. Um, Aha. So to give grace is to preach grace. Grace is preached. They minister grace to you by understanding. So when it becomes, when words they say, you, when they say a man's words are gracious, it means you are the thing is you are com, you are comprehending it. But well, if a man's words are not as gracious, you'll be confused. <laughs> you get me? So you will say it's gracious. You say, oh wow, that is deep. You get me? <laughs> But when it is grace, you are seeing it. You are comprehending it. So grace is administered by preaching of revelation. So when it says this dispensation of grace given to me to you, what? Paul received the grace as revelation and preached it to the Gentiles as revelation. They too received the grace. Hmm. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah.
2: Amen. Amen. Let's see. It. Yes. I, I was wondering. Like, I, I've been visiting this Colossians chapter 1. I, I think it just connected in my mind. My spirit that is also here. In Colossians chapter 1. I, I know we visited Colossians chapter 1 when I came to Calgary. where we had that but look, uh, so let's see that Colossians chapter 1 I remember Colossians chapter 1 is a is, 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 is almost Ephesians chapter 1 but beyond that was what I was teaching I was showing that yeah. so let's see Colossians chapter 1 verse 1 it says Paul an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God and Timothy our brother to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ which are at Colossae Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus, and of the love which ye have to all the saints. Remember that was Ephesians chapter 1 verse 15. Since we heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and of the love which ye have to to all the saints, for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, wherefore ye heard, before in the word of truth of the gospel. So the word of truth was what the spirit of wisdom and revelation produced in them. That's why it's the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. That's the word of truth. Now, verse 6, which is come unto you as it is in all the world, and bringeth forth fruit as it doth also in you, since the day ye heard of it, and knew are you seeing and knew the grace of God. That's the word there. And knew the grace of God in truth. So a man can come into grace by knowing. In fact, that is how you come into the grace of God. And just to add to it, you see First Peter, uh, 2 Peter chapter 1 con- confirms it. 2 Peter chapter 1. So that when you are thinking grace, be thinking word words that turns to understanding that's grace let's see second peter second peter chapter one one and two okay you can help us read chapter one second peter chapter one one and two verse one and two
1: His servants and the apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our saviour Jesus Christ grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus
0: our Lord
2: wonderful so how is grace and peace multiplied
0: through through, through
2: knowledge. knowledge yes that's it amen Amen. Knowledge that you understand, that he has come to comprehension. That's when it becomes grace. It means, why is it grace? What is grace? Grace is God's energy. Grace is God's capacity. When they will say, Come ye boldly, therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. It means, from afar off, you're already feeling the energy called grace. You have not even met him. Oh my you are, not even, you are not even gotten to him okay. and they're sitting on the But just by coming, you're already feeling the grace. Are, that means God is God does God, God emit. What is emitting out of him is grace. grace. Energy. Capacity. Grace is God's capacity to get things done. So when the revelation hit a man and it turns to understanding, it means you now have the capacity to obey it, to do it. And that's grace. So grace, in other words, grace is understanding. Because when, when they say understanding, you know when they were talking to Daniel, when Gabriel will visit Daniel, he said, I have come to give you skill and understanding. Ha, Kayama hey, when understanding comes it means skill comes as well uh, skill means how to do it how to go about it uh, hi hallelujah yes so if, if maybe there is limitation in doing the word what is the issue? grace And so what's the solution? Going more into the word and pray for understanding. Word and prayer. Pray for understanding. So that energy can come to do. Praise God.
0: Hallelujah.
2: Let's begin to round up. I think God wanted to impart that thing. Grace. Today. Um. Ephesians, there's still a lot. That's why I want to begin to round down. Let me just tell myself right now. <laughs> because Ephesians chapter 3 is packed. Ephesians chapter 3, Paul began to introduce the processes, the mechanisms to attain that habitation of God. Starting with Christ, he ended with the habitation. Like he didn't, he didn't go into the, the war, the doctrine of the habitation, the, the God dimension, but he ended with the how the Christ leads to the God. So maybe you can read that assignment during the week. <laughs> Amen. I'll go help us as we come back next week uh, to break that in even further. Amen. But we are seeing grace right now. Amen. So we are in verse verse uh verse seven of Ephesians chapter three whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. So grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. That power actually is the word is gospel. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Also, effectual working. Also, effectual working meaning understanding was effective. The gospel was coming to Paul with effectiveness. So, meaning it, it produced with it, to him an understanding, a capacity to carry it out. Now, verse eight: Unto me, who am the who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given? So, when he says, "Is this grace given?" It means, "Is this doctrine with is understanding given?" So what they gave Paul was the doctrine of Christ, and not just the doctrine of Christ, the understanding of the doctrine, the energy of it. So Paul had the power of God. I can always imagine, you know, when Paul wrote the book of Romans, he wrote it from Asia. If he study some of the history, it was around that Asia Minor, where he was writing to the Romans. And it's in Asia Minor, he will say in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, thereabouts, that... Uh, perplexed, but no distressed on all sides. Perplexed, where <laughs> they so he was suffering in Asia. You know, yeah. you now wonder why he was feeling shame yeah. when he was, You get me? So, that scripture, if you, if you really enter into Paul, you will see that first Romans chapter one. He was writing for a place where somewhere spirits were making me try to make feel shame until understanding came that I am not ashamed, I'm actually handling the power of God. Why should I be ashamed? Sometimes some things you are feeling one well, but revelation will not come. You're now vexing your spirit. <laughs> That's always how I feel Paul was when he was writing this letter. He was feeling shame in Asia, distressed, perplexed, all over, everywhere he went. Until one day he realized that, oh, the reason why they are perplexing me is because I'm handling the power. I'm not comprehending. I'm receiving grace. He did not know that revelation enter, understanding enter it means grace now finally landed that what I carry is the power of God you can whatever, do whatever you want don't take this one and you know Satan is a wise boy <laughs> if he knows that he, he knows, if he feels that maybe you are still ignorant of what you are hearing oh he's deep, oh, oh those people is deep His revelation, His bible study he's beyond that Oh, we are building temple Yes, It's not just yeah. open Bible. But you feel his oh, yeah. Bible study was just deep. So now, when trouble comes, you get some shaking come, you say, ah, maybe uh, this one, let me just leave this one where things are busy. Are you seeing that? You now start feeling shame because of the world.
0: Yeah.
2: And the reason why he's not trying to perplex you is because you are handling power and he knows the day you know you are handling power, it's finished. Yeah. So until that day comes, you will try and scatter your head perplex you and beat you out of the power. Because you don't know you're handling power. You don't know you have a diamond in the rough. You have a treasure in a hidden place. You don't know what you have. The day you know what you have, that you are now handling the power of God. Hey, Kaya, I'm handling the power of God. Hey, Kaya, yeah, yeah. Satan knows. He himself, he will know he's in trouble. So, what it says is this grace unto me who am, the le- who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace, meaning is this doctrine, this power of God giving with this understanding that I shall preach among the Gentiles the what, the unsearchable, that's the word I'm looking for now, the unsearchable riches of Christ. Aha. Uh-huh. The unsearchable Riches of Christ we will, we will land here The unsearchable riches of Christ God Christ, sorry is God's currency Christ is what Christ is God's currency Imagine I'm here in Canada and somebody sends me a million yuan as Chinese money. I will not look at the yuan, it may look like our naira As It was this one million naira. If you calculate it, it is not even going to go. It's a little bit of something. So you know, maybe you think it's Zimbabwe money. Zimbabwe money is even worse. No, no the thing has no value. But you may not know that maybe Yuan is not Naira. It's actually more valuable. So you will have it, but you don't know what you have. It will just be about you, just won't think this is rubbish. I'll just bring it, Sha. Any money is good, just bring it. You just it. You may not go and change it. You just because you don't know the value, just leave it
1: there. The day you know. The
2: day you know. Ew. Hey! The old, Ed, the old Calgary <laughs> level has changed. <laughs> all the people who have been oppressing you in Calgary hey you will show them Pepe eh? yes so the day you know you are handling the riches of God mm. all the demons and evil spirits have been showing you Pepe since yes. it's time to show them yes I will get richer in Christ
1: yes, sir. yes sir.
2: His riches, his currency, his something. He's something. He's tangible. He's tangible in God's realm. He, he, he accounts for something. You use Christ yeah. to exchange in God's realm. You use Christ oh. for buying and selling in God's realm.
1: Yeah. Mm.
2: If you ever want to get anything from God, you must use Christ.
1: Christ, Ew.
2: And people say, what do you mean? No, it's faith. They say it's without faith. It's possible to please God. Okay, let me explain to you. How does faith come? By hearing.
1: By hearing. Hearing
2: who? The the hey. Way. No word, No faith. Yeah. Meaning no Christ, no faith. Yeah. So Christ is faith. It's why we call it the faith of the Son of God. Was, you, you, you base faith. You develop faith by Christ. Meaning by hearing word, And first, the first hearing of what? You get me? The first hearing of what will be born again, that, you know, not of Knowledge, oh, that they will teach you, maybe the, how God, Christ will want to, He healed you by His stripes we are healed. Remember all that? By His stripes we are healed, that God doesn't want you to suffer, He wants you to prosper. You you not use that one. Just own those two verses. You already have healing. And you can be, you can be okay. Because it works. But well, imagine if you now enter the all the cocoa, all the they get all the corners, all the all the all the all the avenues, all the roads in Christ. You are on 18 riches. You are opening doors. You are opening riches. You are opening wealth, 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 wealth unsearchable. You can get anything from God you want. Just show Him your currency, your Christ. Praise God! I, I just made it, it just flashed in uh when they are doing single summit, the rap they rapper, the t- I'm gonna get God. <laughs> they was, they was I'm gonna get God. I was like, wow, that was that was real, that was sweet. But really, you can use Christ in essence. Permit me to say the word. The riches call Christ to buy God. To get God. Just forgive me. Permit me used that word. So you can see it. Meaning, when you are so rich in Christ, you are attracting God. Hey! God cannot resist Christ. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. You know, just as a woman cannot resist a rich man, and he sees a where you have Christ, you are rich. They call it unsearchable riches of Christ. God will not be able to resist you. He will come to you. You will become attractive to him. You will bring him down. Praise the name of the Lord. Hey, is it unto who, me, who am the less, less, who am less than the least of all sins, is this grace giving? that I shall preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. This is what Paul, you must pass through, you must be rich. to won't think about habitation, uh, habitation of God. You must be rich already. Rich in Christ. Then verse 9, And to make all men see, understand. See to so means to understand. Make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world have been heeding God. Who created all things. Are you seeing the riches now? When you have Christ, you are beginning to access all things. That's why. Because John chapter 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And it says, And the Word later, the Word was made flesh. It says, All things were made by Him. Not so. All things were made by Him. So when you are accessing Christ, you are receiving the keys, the genetics, the DNA for upholding, for holding, for owning, for managing, for having all things. And that's the wisdom behind Jesus' statement. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. He's saying seek riches, seek true riches first. When you seek Christ first, all things... We we'll begin to follow you, I say, because all things answer to their maker. All things answer to the riches by which they were made. Yes. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. I hope by these few words of mine, I've been able to. Give you a, a, a. Amen. I don't know. <laughs> What's the word they use in law? <laughs> make my argument, make a convincing case. Praise God. That we should follow Christ too. We should follow him till the end. Till we are made, till we are built, till we are complete in him, until we house him, until we are ready to house God. Because that is the purpose of our lives. Amen. And God will grant us understanding. I want to pray for a few minutes, just a few minutes for understanding that we, we, we are engaging in this journey of righteousness. Understanding will rest. Grace will be given to us. Grace will be given to me. Grace will be given to us. In the mighty name of Jesus grace will be given to us grace will come to us grace will come to us grace will be given to us grace will be given to us grace will be given to us you
0: you will be